listening to Psychology NCERT Class 11th and 12th with Dr. Kavita Bhargav. Hola amigos, you are listening to India's leading psychotherapist, Dr. Kavita Bhargav. In this episode, I'll be talking about the new chapter, Chapter 7, NCERT, Social Influence and Group Processes. I'll be picking up topics like uh, nature and formation of groups. Under this, I'll talk about what is a group, the difference between group, crowd, teams, audience, why do people join groups, how a group formation is done, stages of group formation, what is group think, and uh, probably types of groups. You'll get answers to questions like define group, define crowd, write three characteristics of a crowd, write two characteristics of team, write one difference between group and teams, define audience, how mob behavior is characterized, why people join groups, Mention five developmental sequences through which groups pass. What is storming stage of groups? What are four elements of group structure? Define roles. What are norms? What do you mean by the term status? What do you mean by cohesiveness? Mention one difference between primary groups and secondary groups. Mention one characteristics of informal groups. Also, short answer type questions will be covered in this episode. Compare and contrast formal and informal groups and in-groups and out-groups. Differentiate between primary groups and secondary groups. Differentiate between groups and teams. What are the differences between crowd and audience? Are you a member of a certain group? Discuss what motivated you to join that group or why people join groups give reasons. What are the benefits of cooperation? And how is one's identity formed or write a note on self-identity? Long questions like define a group, what are its characteristics, describe. How does Tuckman's stage model help you to understand the formation of groups? Describe conditions for the formation of groups and describe four important elements of group structure. So let's understand what is a group. A group may be defined as an organized system of two or more individuals who are interacting and interdependent, who have common motives, have a set of role relationships among its members and have norms that regulate the behavior of its members. 
so you must have seen like groups um that are in your class your friend circle or um a group that is uh, motivated by a common goal so any um organized system of either two or more individuals like you know you do group studies with one or two of your friends this is also a kind of group okay so important terms here is it should be organized it should have two or more people who are talking to each other plus they are dependent upon each other they have certain common motives and some roles in that particular group also there are certain standards or norms said or unsaid that you follow what are norms terms and conditions in a sense so a group has some salient features or characteristics we can say as i explained earlier also it should have two or more individuals who believe that they belong to that group if they do not believe they have a belonging to the group we can't really discriminate between this group or that group so they should have a sense of belonging as i said a group has some common goals and motives some intentions okay we want to reach here so we pick this person that person and so on so common intention should be there so group functions either working towards a given goal or away from certain threats facing the group so if we are together then we can achieve a purpose or we can also avoid certain threats from our environment so we depend upon each other like if i do certain thing then my doing of that thing is required for the other members to complete their task like for example if there is a team of trainers then one person needs to be into marketing the other will be teaching or one person will be good at theory the other will be good at practicals this forms a group a set of complementary skills there are certain individuals who also try to satisfy some of their needs based upon the joint association and so they influence each other this group needs to have some kind of interaction if there is no interaction there is no group and most of the problems come in any relationship when we stop communicating so remember communication or interaction is important so group is a collection of individuals whose interactions are structured by a set of rules or norms that means group members perform the same function every time the group meets and the group members adhere to certain group norms the norms are the ones the rules that tell us how to behave what to behave what to talk you know what role each one is playing so the norms are very important to any group now there is a difference between a group and a crowd how can we discriminate between the two crowd is a collection of people who may be present at one particular place or a situation by chance like if there is a road accident and people are going by the road side they are not eligible to be called as group because they are not there for a purpose they just by chance there okay maybe as long as they want to watch the accident or they want to help someone and then move away so it's not a long term association just a crowd they neither have any structure nor do they feel any sense of belonging 
देर इज नो इंटरडिपेंडेंस लाइक एक के होने से दूसरे का काम रुकता नहीं है या एक के ना होने से काम नहीं रुकता तो एक के होने से भी फर्क नहीं पड़ेगा कोई नहीं हो तो भी फर्क नहीं पड़ेगा दैट्स अ क्राउड वॉट आर टीम्स देन दे आर स्पेशल काइंड ऑफ ग्रुप्स अ टीम हैज अ कॉम्प्लीमेंट्री सेट ऑफ कैरेक्टरिस्टिक्स और स्किल सेट एंड येट दे आर कमिटेड टू अ कॉमन गोल और अ पर्पज एज आई वॉज गिविंग द एग्जाम्पल ऑफ टू ट्रेनर्स वन शुड बी गुड एट थियरी द अदर शुड बी गुड एट प्रैक्टिकल्स वन इज गुड एट इंटरक्टिंग विद अदर्स द अदर इज गुड एट मेकिंग स्ट्रैटेजीज और प्लान ऑफ एक्शन वन इज आउट गोइंग द अदर इज इंटरवर्ड सो दैट ही और शी कैन वर्क अपॉन अ स्ट्रैटेजी वन लुक्स आफ्टर द मार्केटिंग द अदर लुक्स आफ्टर द टीचिंग एंड ट्रेनिंग similarly in a team like uh, if we talk about volleyball or football it's a team one will be the netter the other will be um, good at service another will be good at defense or um, a basketball team you know you you can understand by these examples easily even in cricket one is the batsman the other is a bowler another is spinner uh, one more is wicketer so you know these are complementary skill set and the common goal is to get their team winning so members are mutually accountable for whatever they do their all the activities in a team there is a word called positive synergy that is attained through the coordinated efforts of the members like if everyone is working only then this synergy can be attained and once the synergy is there your team wins Let's understand some differences between groups and teams. In group, performance is dependent on the contribution of individual members, while in a team, both individual as well as teamwork matters. In group, the leader or whosoever is heading the group holds the responsibility for the work. However, in team, although there is a leader, members themselves hold each other or their own selves responsible. so what is audience then audience is a collection of people who assemble for a special for purpose like you know to watch a cricket match or to go for a movie or um, any soccer game at times they are passive but sometimes it can become very frenzy and turn itself into mobs mob has a definite sense of purpose like they are there to achieve something and they are polarized they their opinions are very strong towards whom they are standing like you may see for some politicians they'll be mob they'll do some kind of pradarshans some processions their intention is to harm the other person's self image or the image in general so they are very polarized in their mindsets so they have a common direction action attention towards the person mob behavior is generally characterized by homogeneity of thought and behavior as well as there is there has to be some element of impulsivity now let's understand why people join group there are very common reasons for people to join the group one is security as we say no man is an island or lives on an island so when you are alone you may feel some kind of insecurity presence of other people along with you a group for example will give you some sense of security comfort and protection 
तो यू फील स्ट्रॉगर एंड लेस वनरेबल टू सर्टन डेंजर्स और थ्रेट्स सम पीपल ज्वाइन अ ग्रुप बिकॉज ऑफ अ स्टेटस लाइक वी से ओके दिस इज द ग्रुप ऑफ रैंकर्स दिस इज द ग्रुप ऑफ बैक वेंचर्स सो दे वॉन्ट टू गेट रिकोगनाइज विद सम काइंड ऑफ पावर और एक्सपीरियंस पावर like for example if you are in mun you feel that power of recognition in becoming a member of muns so you have a kind of pride or proud that you are better than others for sure some people join it for self esteem there are groups that provide self worth value to yourself and a positive social identity is formed so if you feel you are a member of a very prestigious group then it gives you or it boost your self concept like um, the other day i was talking to one of my acquaintances and she said that oh i talked to the other person and this person is now working with you i was like oh you've joined kesaik services so yeah they were happy to join us so this was a kind of self esteem booster satisfaction to one's social and psychological needs is also an important factor people have a sense of belonging they want to belong to each other they want to give and receive attention love and power through a group so a group fulfills these specific needs also of course goal achievement as i am saying right from the beginning there has to be a purpose using um, the skills of other people and your own skill individually that you cannot attain being in a group you you feel there is a goal accomplishment so there is power in the majority like you can say minorities catholics they have their own circles muslims have their own circles in india of course so they feel okay when they are together they have some kind of power provide knowledge and information now for example if i am absent in my class one of my classes what i'll do is i would like to ask someone okay what was taught the previous day is there anything important that i need to prepare for today all of this information and the knowledge will be shared only if i have certain friends if i have these friends this is a kind of group so group supplements this information and knowledge whenever an individual requires certain information group formation so why do we form a group and how it happens number one is proximity the closer you are to anyone i mean maybe in terms of distances like you know the next door neighbor will be really close to you or you will speak to the other neighbor as compared to others who are on the same floor uh, someone whom you meet uh, on a daily basis like you go to a flower shop and there's another person who comes and meets you at the flower shop so yeah you look at each other and you tend to form a group some colony so uh, the club houses here uh, in society if you visit one club house often and there are other people who come there they would definitely try to interact with you so the interaction starts so they start they want to know you they and you want to know them you get a chance to know them also their interest the attitudes so common interest attitudes and a background they are very important determinants of your liking for your group members so something in common like um, in our society uh, day one i i have a rottweiler and his name is dollar so um when he came to um, my place here in delhi ncr i took him out for a walk and as soon as i took him out for a walk i found two friends 
they were like, okay, so you have a dog. We too have a dog. And that's how they asked me to, you know, join the dogs group here, pet owners group here. So every morning uh, there's a mountain park here. So we all would gather at 7.30 a.m. And, you know, so something uh, which is similar interest. So, of course, pet owners and non-pet owners have their own circles. So this was about proximity. Similarity. So when you are exposed to someone for a period of time, you assess, okay, this is similar in me and her, this is similar in him and I. And you know, this similarity paves a way for the group formation. It can be in terms of your thoughts, in terms of your dress code, in terms of your uh, communication skills or thoughts or ideas. Yeah, you find it similar to yourself and of course, interest. And you tend to stick together in the long run. Psychologists have uh, certain explanations to this, like uh, people prefer consistency and like relationships that are consistent in nature. When two people are similar, there is a kind of consistency and they start liking each other. Like if you like football, another person is in your class also loves playing football. There is a matching of your interest. So both of you become friends. Another is uh, explanation to this is uh, when we meet people with similar interests, the other people reinforce and validate our opinions and values. So we feel we are right and thus we start liking them. Like for example, you can say, okay, watching too much of television is not good because it is showing too much of violence. There is someone who's of the similar idea, viewpoint. So this validates your opinion and you start getting to know each other and start liking the other person. Another, of course, is uh, reason for group formation is common motives and goals. Like, for example, um, you prefer going and working for um, some RHA is Robin Hood Academy. So you like doing some kind of um, charity work. And there are other people also who come and do the work. So you have some common intentions and goals like, you know, helping others in need or providing food to the hungry. And you tend to group together. So group is a kind of um, circle of like-minded friends and um, you stick together for that goal and achieve it if even if you are occupied with something so that you know the other person will be there to help out the other person. Now um, let's understand the stages of group formation. It's not like you know the moment you enter the group you become a group member. Yeah, so, um, you know, as soon as you join a group, you do not really become, um, or maybe four or five people are together. They do not really become a group unless uh, they go through certain uh, phases or we can say stages. So, Tuckman talked about five stages of group formation. The first is uh, forming, then storming, norming, performing and adjourning. So when the group members meet, so there are certain conflicts, stabilization, performance, and then final dismissal, okay, abhi ho gaya, nikalte types, you know. So all of that uh, requires certain time and effort. So uh, when the group members meet first, there are some uncertainties about the group, the goal, and how uh, you're going to achieve a particular goal. So people here try to know each other, who we are, what is the other person, and what do they do and um, whether they fit in or not. So there is some kind of excitement as well as some apprehensions. This stage is called forming stage. After the formation of a group, 
there comes intra group conflicts like you know where we try to brainstorm some conflicts within the group members and it is very natural so it's okay should we do this should we do that how do we go about you know so do we have the resources where do we get the resources from from who will be the leader um, who will follow them who has a clear vision so it's a kind of brainstorming and we call it storming the storming stage is then followed by norming here finally the group is observed being settling certain norms or group behaviors are either written or understood amongst group members and this leads to a development of a positive group identity yeah while i am uh, explaining this to you um these days you know when the schools have opened again after two big years long years i'm seeing a kind of um, storming phase yeah people met of course they thought the friends who were very close will remain friends forever but then no things changed when people have joined the school again so that happened and now they're in a kind of storming phase okay who is going to be this who is going to be that who will be my friend who will not be my friend so some kind of tensions is are going on in schools especially 9 to 12 i'm sure once this is of course the summer break is over we'll be into norming phase where certain group norms which of course have started now itself they will come up and then of course stage 4 is about performing by this time the structure of the group has evolved and all of them have accepted their group members so here so finally we perform like whatever was the group goal we try to reach it and uh, for some people this some groups especially this could be the last stage of group development however for some groups like for example um some committees or uh, some formal groups that come together there can be a final stage called adjourning stage in this where the group goal is achieved we finally disband the group like okay termination it's over it's done you go your way now i go mine so however it a group follows one step after the other but at times two or more stages can intervene with each other so let's understand the important traits or elements of group structure so whenever a group is formed there has to be some kind of structure where members can interact properly like for example regularity of task whether it is performed or not what is the accountability who are the responsible members and um, prestige and related relative status of the members it all is identified so the four important um, i can say elements of a group structure are roles norms status and cohesiveness what are roles roles are uh, expectations from each member at a given situation so like for example one will be leader the other will be follower so and so person is responsible for this work to be done another person is responsible for the other work to be done if in a family you have a role of a son or daughter then with this role there are certain expectations attached to it so these are called role expectations like 
if you are a son then it's your responsibility to look after your parents and respect the elders listen to them and be responsible towards your own studies so these are certain expectations which out of uh, the role expectations you got to fulfill let's understand the norms these are expected standards of behavior and beliefs established or agreed upon and enforced by group members so they can be unspoken rules so most of them you don't speak it out in a family there are certain norms of the behavior of family members like in the morning you will get up and in indian culture you may you know very like uh, traditional indian cultures you may want to touch the feet of for the elders in the morning or maybe in the night you would wish them good night so these are some behaviors like if someone comes at your home you got to socialize now these days uh, the teenagers they don't want to meet um, people especially the relatives who are coming home pouring in so this goes little against the norms of the previous generation and uh, they feel disturbed status it refers to the relative social position given to the group members by others the positions can be ascribed that means it can be given based upon the seniority or it can be achieved that means based upon your hard work and uh, expertise people may give you these positions so if we are a member of a group we definitely enjoy these positions like in a society or aoa we have president treasurer secretary and some people who would like to take the decisions this is like a home society or um, if you are doing a group study then one person can be good at maths so that person becomes the leader of the group status is leader another can be the person who who will tell you how to go about in computer science another will tell you okay this is how the english is formed or these are the important concepts of english so these people also have their own prestige and statuses like in a cr- cricket team the captain is there the vice captain is there opening batsman bowler these are all important status the last important one is cohesiveness this means a feeling of togetherness binding something that gels you together some mutual attraction among group members as a group becomes more cohesive the group members start to think feel and act as one unit as a social unit and so not like an isolated individual the group that is more cohesive in nature will go long run and achieve all the group uh, goals that they wish to achieve we often call it cohesiveness as um, the team spirit or the we feeling a sense of belonging to the group if a group is cohesive it is very difficult to leave that group or gain membership of a group which is highly cohesive at times if cohesiveness goes to the extremes then the phenomena is called group think which is a consequence of extremes of cohesiveness like together they stand together they fall types so let's understand what is a group think and yeah at all times you guys need to avoid a group think this is a negative element of a group so irving janis suggested that cohesion can interfere with effective leadership and it can lead to disastrous decisions here you know if the leader says something the entire group will agree to it unanimously and this in fact 
override the motivation of realistically appraise courses of action so you forget your mindsets or your own intellect when you come to group think at times the decisions of the group can be irrational and uncritical so each member believes that all the members have agreed upon a particular decision or a policy while no one individually expresses his or her opinion a very famous example for this is the vietnam war from 1964 to 1967 president lyndon johnson and his advisors in the us they escalated the vietnam war thinking that this would bring north vietnam to the peace table while the escalation of decisions were made despite any warnings they grossly miscalculated a move and it resulted into 56000 american and more than 1 million vietnamese lives and this created a huge budget deficit how we can prevent group think is encouraging and rewarding critical thinking and even disagreement among group members encourage people or groups to present alternative course of actions inviting an outside expert to evaluate certain decisions of the group and also encouraging members to seek feedback from trusted others so you know as we say keep your head on your shoulders always even if you are in a group so avoid the group think you don't need to be homogeneous in any cohesive situation that you go and think in the negative direction only so let's understand various types of groups uh the major types of groups can be primary and secondary group formal informal group in group and out group some can be large group small groups short lived groups which are committees for example while others can be highly organized like army police etc another can be informally organized like people who are audiences to a match but the major type types as i told you are primary and secondary formal and informal in group and out group a major difference between primary and secondary group is that primary groups are pre existing formations like your family is a primary group you don't choose them it is already existing there a caste or a religion all of these are primary groups where the membership is not voluntary it happens to be there while a secondary group is like a friend circle something that you choose that is based upon your choices and wishes in a primary group there is a face to face interaction members have close physical proximity and they share warm emotional bonds primary groups are central to individuals functioning and have a very major role in developing values and ideals of an individual during the early stages of development like you know if you see a person you definitely want to get in touch with the cultural background or the family background he's coming from so that would give give you a fair idea about how the person is while a secondary group is more of relationship based where more impersonal indirect less frequent people meet boundaries in a primary group are less permeable while in a secondary group it is easy to leave and join another group so again there is choice to join in the group and there is choice to exit that group nobody is going to force you while in a family we often say or in a primary group as we say kitna hi koshish kar lo 
नाखून उंगली से दूर नहीं होते दैट्स अ फैमिली यू कॉन्ट लेट गो ऑफ इट फॉर्मल एंड इनफॉर्मल ग्रुप दिस ग्रुप डिफर इन डिग्री टू विच द फंक्शंस ऑफ द ग्रुप आर स्टेटेड एक्सप्लिसिटली एंड फॉर्मली फॉर फॉर्मल फंक्शंस और वी कैन से फंक्शनिंग ऑफ एनी ऑर्गेनाइजेशन और ऑफिस देर आर सर्टन फॉर्मल ग्रुप्स दैट आर फॉर्म्ड रोल्स ऑफ ईच मेंबर्स आर क्लियरली मैंशनड एंड रिटर्न इन स्टेटेड सो फॉर्मल एंड फॉर्मल ग्रुप्स बेसिकली डिफ्रेंशिएट बिटवीन ईच अदर ऑन द बेसिस ऑफ देयर स्ट्रक्चर फॉर यू नो ऑफिस सेटअप पीपल विल गिव यू ओके दिस इज अ डिपार्टमेंट सो एंड सो इज अ टीम लीडर सो एंड सो इज वर्किंग फॉर दिस थिंग और दैट थिंग दैट्स अ काइंड ऑफ फॉर्मल सेटअप पर अभी ऑफिस के बाहर यू नो द सुट्टा ग्रुप विल बी डिफरेंट पीपल हु स्मोक टूगेदर there'll be some other group which will stick together and have a booze party those are informal ones you know if you're stuck somewhere okay you can go and reach out to the person who is in an informal setup for you so a formal group has certain specific rules or laws and members have definite roles on the other hand formation of informal group is not based on rules or laws and there is close relationship among its members what is an in group and out group then so you know we say okay this is we we are people of one group together so your own group is an in group while the other group is an out group another person's group so a difference between we and they that sets a clear boundary okay this is our group they are different it is often found that people in an in group are generally supposed to be similar they are viewed favorably and have desirable traits while members of the out group we view them differently and we often perceive them negatively as compared to the in group the perception of in group and out group definitely affects our social lives like we may say okay th- these are indians like you know if you are in canada oh so and so is indian so and so is from canada so and so is from pakistan so you know there is a kind of perceptual difference if we have this tendency of saying we and they in group and out group cultural differences are there plural in in some cultures like india we celebrate the plurality we have a unique composition composite culture that is not reflected only in the lives we live but also in our art architecture and music so there are certain cultures like us we include everyone we are inclusive in nature while some others are very exclusive of course i am not labeling any country here but then the perception varies for some people all right so we finished the first episode of chapter 7 social influence and group processes here let me quickly take you through the keywords or the summary what all we did here group as a concept it has to be organized system there needs to be two or more individuals there has to be an interaction between them a kind of interdependence common motives set of role relationships and certain norms norms are unset rules features of a group are it is a social unit unique identity it has for its own self there has to be common motives and goals interdependence satisfaction of individual needs are met via joint cooperation interaction is the key to any feature any group set of rules and norms let's understand the difference between crowd versus team 
uh, I have divided it into a tabular format. Dimension is on the first column, crowd in the second column and the third says team. So nature, based upon the nature, crowd is collection of people by chance, while a team is group of people for a specific purpose. Structure of crowd is unorganized, while team is organized. Feeling of belongingness is absent in crowd, while present strongly in a team. Based upon the behavior, crowd is irrational, while a team is rational in their behaviors. Interdependence in crowd is absent, while it is present in team. For a crowd, the goal is not common, while a goal is common between all the members in a team. Skill set. In a crowd, there is no set pattern. Anyone can have any skill, while a team has complementary skills. Accountability is absent in crowd, while present strongly in teams. Coordination is not there in crowd, while a proper coordination is observed in teams. Responsibility-wise, there is no sense of responsibility in a crowd, while a team is highly responsible. Example, for crowd is gathering near an accident, a team, football team, for example. Team versus group. Based upon the performance, group depends upon individual contributions, while a team depends upon individual as well as a team work. Responsibility. For the group, it is leader or the head is responsible. While a team, every member along with the team leader is responsible. Audience versus mob. In audience, there is a common purpose, while a mob has a definite sense of purpose. Activity, audience is passive, mob is hyperactive. Behavior, audience is calm and composed, while mob is impulsive in nature. Overall nature, different feelings, thoughts and behaviors are there in audience. While mob has same feelings, thoughts and behaviors. Attention of audience is diverted. While for a mob, it is polarized one direction. Actions are varied for audience. And mob, all the actions are in a common direction. Why people join group? Because of security, status, self-esteem, satisfaction of one's psychological and social needs, goal achievement and source of knowledge and information. Group formation is based upon proximity, that is the distance between two people, similarities and common motives and goals. Stages of group formation as given by Tuckman, forming where the formation is happening for the group, we meet for the first time, get to know each other, storming where the conflict begins, brainstorming happens, norming where finally we are in a stabilization zone, where we know, okay, this is how it has to go. Performing whatever is the goal, we perform that. Adjourning is dismissal. Once goal is accomplished, we can move to our directions respectively. Group structure. There are four important elements, roles, norms, status and cohesiveness. Other than this, I talked about types of groups. Primary group and secondary group. Primary group is a segment of society. Secondary group is membership by choice. Formal and informal groups are there and in-group and out-group. Groupthink is a negative element of extreme cohesiveness. So a negative effect of extremes of cohesiveness is groupthink. So we need to avoid that by encouraging certain practices, which I already explained earlier. So with this, I end this episode. I'll see you in the next one with group influence on individual behaviors. 
remember to follow me on instagram and also facebook group the links are given in the group description till then take care of yourself happy learning happy healing sayonara